I don't buy the whole Miguel thing. I don't buy what Miguel is, is saying. I'm not saying he's lying. I just think he has a, maybe this is the meta commentary. He has a narrow view on what it means to be Spider-Man. That's really what Ooh. it is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the case. I feel like he, because of what he went through, he's subjecting all the other Spider people to that. That's meta too, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't, this didn't happen to me. It does not exist to other people. And we are live with another episode of The Key Talks. The Key Talks, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. The second Spider-Verse movie it just came out a day or two ago. We're here. It's Saturday, uh, June 3rd, 2023. And we're here to talk about Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse 2, all that good stuff. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And if you can see who our guests are then that means you're watching us live on twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or youtube.com slash the Keeg show. Or if you can't see the guests, then that's because you're listening to the podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from, you know, um, we try to give you enough options, you know, you like, comment, subscribe, wherever you're at, let us know you're out there. Let us know what you're listening to. Uh, cause we want to know, uh, let me introduce my guests. We got two awesome guests, both of which who have been on this show before, but it has been a couple months so thank oh. you for coming back couple <laughs> months we got uh, ben we got ben torres <laughs> aka bt artist 98 it's a couple ben ben how's it going it's good i haven't been on the show since we're kind of forever um and then he also hasn't sent me his switch friend code so i haven't been able to play smash Bros with him and i want to just you know i talked to his roommate and i was like hey who's good who's better you or him and he's like, oh, Dimitri. And I'm like, okay, I want, I want, I want to burst Dimitri. I want to run once with it. And he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't even sent me the breakup. That's so how I stay on top. That's how I stay on top. Is <laughs> not just uh, playing random matches with randos on the internet, you know. Um, there's, there's picture evidence of us together. <laughs> there is, there is. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you're on this, you know, because after okay. the Wakanda Forever. Um, I was like, you know that Ben guy? I Wakanda don't want him around anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's how it felt. Yeah. I'm uh, but... watching all my other mutuals be on here. I was like, not me though. <laughs> I have I have to keep it rotating, you know, gotta keep it fresh. But I do this you too know, every time, by the way. <laughs> you, you guilt you do a lot of uh guilt tripping, you know. Um, Ben. Thank you. Moving on. Uh, someone who I actually want on this episode, um, and I'm surprised I got her. We got Tracy Magumi. Tracy, how's it going? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on again. Yeah. Last time I had you on was the Pokemon episode, mm -hmm. and you were a water gym leader. Yes. And we, uh, uh, we constructed a gym for you, and it was super cool. It and was. How's the water conservation uh, stuff going? Are you still uh, 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 doing things? Um, yeah, it's good. My full-time job, I work for a nonprofit that's like very ocean and ocean animal focused. So that's all going good too. Yeah. Did I say water? Is water conservation the same as ocean conservation? Is um, not quite. Water is more like all types of water, like rivers and drinking water and all that stuff yeah. included. Okay. So you're 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 saving the whales. 
pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's what you're doing. Um, and us, it's water. It's water. So us too. Clean water, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, hey. So I was thinking, um, I just had this idea because I just did the Little Mermaid uh, thing, um, the podcast episode earlier. Um, has there been a lot of underwater movies? Like a lot lately. It's it's three in a row from Disney. It's Which is Wakanda, Avatar, Little Mermaid. Boom, oh, boom, yeah. boom. Not to mention what was the Pixar movie that came out during the pandemic? Luca. I was just Luca. thinking of that one too. There's oh, Luca. Luca. And then there's Aquaman. Shamshi had a water dragon. And then there was the other one from Disney. What was that one? It had I don't count I don't count Kelly Marie Tran. Oh well. Then also <laughs> the one with Kelly Marie Tran and Aquafina. I cannot yeah. remember that one. Ryan the last dragon. Un- yeah, there was al- it was also water based because she was a water I'm, I'm going underwater though. Because there's a new movie. Under the water. There's a, the new there's movie a lot called, of water. called uh the new movie uh, called I Was a Teenage Kraken or something. Yeah. There's that, right? Um um I'm trying to remember. There's been a lot of underwater a movies. Lot. Like, mm-hmm. You a know, lot, a lot, a lot. Surprisingly though. This is not an underwater movie. This is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I'm actually surprised there's no underwater Spider-Man that I that I saw. So I don't know. Um, interestingly I enough. Have any. Um, yeah, I, I feel like hmm? Spider-Man's powers wouldn't really work with water. I mean, yeah. You wouldn't think it would work with a cat either, but I guess there was a cat. That's spider true. cat That's too, true. right? Like... I don't know. Would it be seaweed that came out of the wrist? I don't know. <laughs> seaweed, and you're swinging off coral and stuff. I, I mean, yeah. What if you know? Um, um, I don't know if I said this before, but if you're watching us live, you're watching us on Twitch and YouTube at uh, Twitch.tv/slash/TheKeekShow, YouTube.com/slash/TheKeekShow, or you're listening to us uh, on our podcast where we get podcasts from. Um, oh yeah, I did say that. Anyway, it all blurs together. Um. W- how did you guys feel about the first Spider-Verse movie? Let's talk about that because this is the sequel. There's Into the Spider-Verse. This one's Across the Spider-Verse. The next one's Beyond the Spider-Verse. Um, how did you guys feel about the 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 first Spider-Verse movie? Oscar award-winning Peak. Spider-Verse. A pretty much perfect movie. <laughs> pretty much a perfect movie. Like The first one? Yeah, I remember yeah. I was at my old job and someone was like, oh, it's overrated. I'm like, okay, what's overrated about it? <laughs> I'm like, like, well, what about it is not as good as everyone says it is? And I couldn't think, I'm like, well, that's, that doesn't mean it's overrated. It just means you don't like it. That's different. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's uh, perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are yeah. good movies that don't resonate with us, but we are grown-ass adults that know that like not everything's going to resonate with us. That doesn't make it a bad movie, right? Um, um, Tracy, what were you gonna say? Um, I was gonna say I completely agree. It's like a top, a top tier comic book superhero movie for me. Yeah. It it is top tier animated movie, top tier Spider Man movie, top tier superhero movie. Just in general, it's like Sony's golden egg. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving, but they spent so much time on it and I'm glad they didn't rush it. It's been five years. I didn't realize that. Long. 
years. And then in the movie, it opens and they're like, oh, it's only been like a year and a half for Miles. I'm like, only a year and a half? Miles. <laughs> I was like, he doesn't know this pandemic yet? Or does he? <laughs> uh, I don't, like, it's so weird because I feel like we've been talking about Spider-Verse as it, like, year after year after year. We've been just been talking about Spider-Verse to the point where I'm like, it's been coming out once a year, every single year now, right? Like, because we talk, you know what I mean? Like, we talk about it so much, I feel, like, general discourse. Um, it's, it's it's a rich, it's a rich-ass movie. Like, there's so much to talk about in terms yeah. of, like, being a comic book fan or being someone who likes film or someone who likes animation or someone who likes music or someone mm-hmm. who likes drawing and painting and that, and even if you, like, are a hip hopper. There's elements of hip hop in the film that they gave to Miles in the first movie. So yeah. the movie is just rich culturally. It's rich, like, it's a, like you can tell they sat there and just marinated on every idea. Every, everything in the movie is intentional. And same with yeah. this one. Oh, 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 it's so good. Oh. Tracy, if you could give the first Spider Verse out of ten, what would you grade it? Um, probably ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it just, even the differences between this movie and that movie, it's not about quality per se. It's just how they wanted to tell the story. Um, mm-hmm. I would take 10, 10 out of 10 for, for Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, ben, what do you got? 10, 11 out of 10. Okay. It's perfect. It's okay. perfect. I have no complaints. <laughs> yeah. Here, here then is the follow-up question when it comes to across the Spider-Verse, right? This one, I got to remember my prepositions. Um, because which one's in, into, across, and beyond? Because uh, I kept in my head being like, enter the Spider-Verse, but that's never been a title, right? Like, I've yeah, been calling the, it enter the Spider-Verse in my head. And that's not a real one, title. Or, I just no, made it up. The third one was originally Across the Spider-Verse Part 2. Right. So they changed the name to Beyond. Yeah. Which... What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, what would you grade this one and why we can just we'll start off with this and we'll go into depth as this podcast goes on but out of 10 what do you what do you grade it what are your quick blurbs why um 10 (laughs) (laughs) the movie ended and i sat there and i was overwhelmed of emotions and i was like i wanted to like cry but i I was next to my two good friends and i didn't want them to catch me lacking so i was like i was like this was so damn good. Oh my god. I was like, they did it again. They did it again. <laughs> they did it again. So uh yeah, Ted. That was a that was a damn experience. Uh I wish I could watch this movie for the first time again. Like three yeah. more times. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Um, Tracy. Um, I would probably say 10 as well, because like I kind of went into it to watch across spider-verse without expectations really because the first one is just so good and they set the bar so high and like i didn't know what to expect with the second one but like every category the animation the art the music everything was just so good yeah i i would give it 10 out of 10 my my only concern it's not even a criticism is that like yeah it ends kind of abruptly right because it's it's it was supposed to be a part one part two but i'm glad that it wasn't its own 
that they didn't take part one and part two and smush into one because we wouldn't get those character moments like that mm-hmm. that come with like the letting it breathe right mm-hmm. um there was a lot of really good character moments that again superhero movies don't always have because they're just afraid to let it breathe because they need to be nice and comp- like compact stories um um but it ended abruptly and then i guess my only criticism is that like Although, I mean, I love the music. I've been listening to the soundtrack. Nothing hits like Sunflower. <laughs> like, Sunflower in the first one, I was listening to, like, over and over on repeat as I would be driving. I, it was, like, and no, no, nothing in the soundtrack hits like Sunflower. That's my big criticism. Um, that's not, exactly, that's not even a criticism of the movie itself, just like No, it soundtrack. isn't. <laughs> yeah and the soundtrack's not bad the soundtrack's great i was listening to it um um uh yesterday and i was just like getting my errands done and like yeah uh it's great but also sunflower i want <laughs> sunflower is so good i don't and this this is wild when people hear me say this sunflower is so good the kids bop version also a banger if if you could if you listen to the kids bop version it's also good you, it's so you, weird you it's just a good song <laughs> you use your adult three minutes to listen to the kids bop version of listen to the kids bop version and come back to me. listen to the kids bop version ah, don't don't get <laughs> the reason why is because i was looking on apple music for sunflower and then it popped up a couple different ones and i was like there's a kids bop version i clicked it it's the same thing except instead of ride me like a cruise they say something else like whatever that's the only change but it's good, mm-hmm. it's good. good. I, I used to be a teacher for like an art teacher for small children and we'd have uh-huh. kids bop radio on the on all the time so i concur that that version is good too have you heard it yes okay thank you thank Maybe you i should knock it till i try because again a lot of kids bop does suck because it just is but we that one <laughs> yeah uh this is just gonna be a kids bop podcast episode we're just gonna talk shit on kids bop um the whole time no so uh so i mean this one's just bigger this one this movie oh, god is so huge and scope. I mean, the first one is more personal. Yeah. And I this is personal in a larger scope. It, it's a little yes. bit different. Oh. I don't I, I don't know I don't how know where to, to go. start. Yeah, that, I don't know where to, where, to go, know where to start. Where where to go from here. Um well so like the movie starts off. I'm trying to remember. I mean, the whole intro is also like 15 minutes before you get the the title of the movie. What yeah. how does it start? It starts with Gwen. We get her backstory in full. Oh, <clears throat> damn! You're right. So yeah, mm-hmm. it starts with Gwen, and we like. Damn, that was good too. Damn, I'm thinking about like, oh, because because like we get all her like we essentially get her like character motivations for this movie, and like, uh, like what would make it. So like you're like why is Gwen acting like this? Instead of showing us in flashback, they're just like here, have it. This is just the intro to the movie, and you're like, damn, because that little moment where 
think at the end where Captain Stacy starts reading her her Miranda rights, I'm like, whoa, whoa. And then, and then, you know, Jess Drew and Miguel are like, uh, nah, you, we gotta go. Um, we can deal with this later. And then Jess Drew's like, well, just bring her along, though. Stop tripping. He's just like, okay, I guess. Don't disappoint me, kid. Um, that was just, that was just nuts. And then the art style for her universe, too, the way it changes colors depending on like the mood. Oh, and it's watercolors. Oh, so good. Oh my God. <laughs> Tracy, you got stuff to add about uh, uh, Tracy Gwen Stacy. Yes, it rhymes. It does. Gwen Tracy. Um, <laughs> do you have any thoughts about the, the Gwen stuff? Um, like, I just kind of agree. Like, I think we're kind of all on the same page about how we feel about this movie, but I agree. Oh, so we just end the like... podcast here? We just... <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. <laughs> but to add, like, something different, I think the intro scene with Gwen definitely set the tone for this movie, because that was, like, the first movie was much more playful and lighthearted, I feel like, and then Gwen's scene was, like, pretty heavy and like serious straight off the bat straight off the bat yeah and I feel like that kind of carried through the whole movie even though there were still like good catchy little comedic moments yeah there was a lot of funny moments mm -hmm. the directors Phil Lord and Chris Miller um were uh uh they also did the Lego movies um they also yes yes weird weirdly <laughs> enough Chris Lord and uh, Phil Phil Miller, um, they were the original directors of the Solo movie, and then Disney didn't like what they were doing, and then they brought in Ron Howard to clean it up and do reshoots, because like it was gonna be a Lord and Miller movie, Solo was, mm. yeah, and then they got essentially booted after Disney didn't like the product they were making. Also, you mm. flipped their names. Phil Lord, Chris Miller. <laughs> oh, that's why I was like, yeah. oh, that sounded weird. I, I heard yeah. it, I was like, I was like, I was like, let me consult Google all of a sudden, that sounds wrong yeah. and right. <laughs> uh, they were also, um, I'm, I'm looking at it, they were, they were, they first came on the scene um, with uh, directing Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Then they did, then they directed 21 Jump Street. Then they uh, wrote oh and executive God. produced Cloudy and the Chance of Meatballs 2. Then they did Lego Movie, then 22 Jump Street. Then they were, they're uncredited on Solo because they got booted and reshot. So like, they, but they executive produced Solo. They were given that, but they were the original directors. Um, oh, but they're not directors of Spider-Verse. They're writer and producers. Oh, Joaquin Dos Santos. Mm -hmm. Three directors on Across the Spider-Verse. Joaquin Dos Santos, Kemp Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. But it's written by Lord and Miller and Dave Callahan, and then it's produced by Lord and Miller and some other people. So... Apparently, um, this is also the longest animated film of all time. What was it that long? It's it didn't two feel hours that long. and twenty minutes. It doesn't feel that long. They're they're so good at pacing that like 
they let you know what I'm saying? Like they let the moments that need to be like pop, 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 pop happen, and then they let the moments that need to breathe, breathe. And I feel like this with the all the names attached, it could seem like a too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing. But yeah. instead it feels like you're here because you're excellent at this. You're here because you're excellent at this. You're here because you're excellent at this kind of thing. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Avengers. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the Gwen scenes are directed differently by a different director. Like one of the directors yeah. takes the Gwen scenes. Yeah. You know? Because it's just yeah. a different vibe and it's a different like like art style and everything. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, there we we meet a lot of spider people in this movie. Yes, what, I love who Spider are, in India. <laughs> who who was your favorite? Who was your favorite? I love, I love obviously, obviously Spider Man. Well, okay, Spider Man India, just because he was just I loved his vibe. He was so silly. It's like oh, the romantic tension. <laughs> I loved him so bad. And then um, Hobie Brown. They made Spider Punk. So so cool oh my god cool, like, he's already, like he's already cool they made him cooler like oh uh, give it make him daniel kaluuya ha, ha, come on come on come on uh i was trying to figure out who was voicing him and i was like it's either i think it's i was like it's either john boyega or daniel kaluuya because of their because of the accent and i was like it's one of those two it was daniel kaluuya yeah tracy um, for me, Hobie was easily my favorite Spider person because he's like, he's just so cool. Like the art style that they did for him was like yeah. my absolute favorite thing in the movie because it had like like seventies like UK punk ish vibes, and there's like yeah. parts to him that look like a collage and stuff, and that looked like just so cool. <laughs> and then his character too is just like so cool, and like he just like kind of bounced when things started to get like into hot water. Yeah, I, I, when he bounced, I was like, I get why he's bouncing, but that sucks. He, he is being non-interventionalist, you know what I mean? But then it turns out he's not because he made the the band for, uh, for Gwen. Like, it's not that he was just like, Hey, it's not my, not my circus, not my ponies, monkeys, whatever. He was like, uh, he, he, he was still contributing. Yeah. Because all those chips that he was stealing in the beginning, like throughout, right? He kept yeah. stealing little pieces. It was all part, like, it's, again, this is one of those movies where you need to, like, rewatch it to figure out all the stuff. Because he wasn't, like, bouncing, like you said, to be non-confrontational. He was bouncing because he was just getting the things he needed from the powers that be and taking them to help those who needed help. Mm-hmm. Genius. Yes. Oh, my God. Because. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Was there any point in this movie where you thought Hobie was going to side with Miguel? Oh no, not at all. Like, like he what he was talking the talk but not walking the walk. No, I wasn't sure tripping. how he was. Nah, like was Jit was tripping. Jit was tripping. Miguel was was big mad. He was tripping, tripping. Oh my god, he was essentially like, "Hey, yeah, I know you love your dad and all, but like you gotta let him die." <laughs> he said to Miles like, "Miles is gonna be okay with that." I mean, <laughs> there are some far-reaching consequences uh, that come out of this movie that, or in the previous movie, um, that I do want to talk about in a little bit. But uh, any of you guys fans of punk? I'm not. A, I don't know much about punk. Tracy, 
Um, I kind of had like a punk-ish phase when I was younger, like punk, pop, punk, emo. That was like totally my yeah. jam when I was a teenager. Um, and I listened to like The Clash mostly for in terms of like punk genre, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But I'm not I... super knowledgeable. Yeah, neither am I. Uh, my, my friend Matt, uh, who I've had on the show before, Matt Morey, um, uh, is a big punk head. And so I uh saw it with him and he was really happy about it so i was like oh cool like again something that doesn't resonate with me but like who like everybody can like find joy out of this movie because there's you know um yes um we we see miles in a little bit of a different place but kind of the same place right he's still a kid he's still swinging around he's more confident though he's confident with his powers he fights the spot. Let's talk about the spot. Oh my god, um, I love this. I didn't I I at first I was like he he's not that bad of a villain, right? In that first like bodega scene and he doesn't want to cause harm. He's just like trying to steal the money. It is what it is. But then he gets more and more obsessed. Mm-hmm. It was it was a little Riddler-ish to me. Not mm. the Batman Riddler, like actual Riddler. Mm. All shade. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about but, Batman and Batman Forever Riddler. Because it kind of had no, vibes like no. that. More like more like like comic Riddler or like I guess Arkham Riddler. But he was very like in, in terms of like his motivations were I'm trying to best you because I feel like we should be equals in a sense. Oh, you don't think I'm serious? You don't, you don't take me seriously? I'll make you take me seriously. And I like that. And then I also liked how he, he through the fact, what they did with, essentially, I haven't seen Fast X yet. I'm sorry, Dimitri. But from what I understand, yeah. Jason Momoa is a retroactive villain, as in, like, he's been here the whole time kind of thing. Same with this, right? So he's been here the whole time. He's the one who gets hit with the bagel, which I think is hilarious <laughs> and then he becomes like a scary version of the spot who the spot's a like an f-tier villain that people don't really care about yeah. like it was so joke on twitter i saw where people like us three spot fans are eating and i'm like i'm happy for y'all <laughs> but the like, spot the is time, great visually but visually he doesn't oh he God, hasn't dude. been given much depth until now this movie <laughs> yeah tracy I, are you a big spider-man fan um yes but i have pretty limited knowledge when it comes to like comics yeah which is fair um i mean however anyone's digesting these characters like as long as you're digesting the characters that's great if you um like the character and you are contributing to this character continuing to be able to get made and produced you're a fan don't yeah. like these other tracy's a huge like- gatekeeper tracy's like no <laughs> spider-man's for me and only me Speaking of gatekeeper, like I was talking to Fantastic Frankie earlier. Oh. Miguel O'Hara is the biggest gatekeeper because think, right? You're not even supposed to. He, what I felt like watching the movie, he was like an antagonistic force that was a commentary on like real life, right? So, and I also found it interesting how he's the first Latino Spider-Man, and he's saying all these things to Miles, right? He's saying to the the next Latino Spider-Man who is now this elevated character right 
So he's saying all these things to Miles that I've seen online. The conversations leading up to this movie, when I was 13 and Miles came out, the conversations I saw happening where grown men were saying, this boy can't be Spider-Man because he's X, Y, and Z, right? So Miguel was essentially, I feel like, a commentary on that while also being, you know, a a pre-established Spider-Man character from before Miles' introduction in 2011. So... I found it funny how, like, he's like, that spider wasn't even supposed to bite you. Miguel's a vampire. He has a synthetic spider power. We saw him shoot me. Like, like, I mean, this is so interesting that he is a contradiction to everything he is pushing on Miles, right? So, like, he's right. like, he's like, I don't want you to do this because of the multiversal consequences because I've honestly universal consequences. But yeah. now that you know there's a way to fix it, why can't you let the boy have his dad? You know, you asking him to let his dad die, right? So right, I, I, I like. I mean, those are what's called in the movie. They're called canon events, right? And yeah. I mean, we'll go into it in a little bit, but I, I do have to say about the commentary. I watched it not realizing the commentary. I didn't. I I, I saw it from a more a story aspect. I didn't expect the meta commentary until afterwards. I read about people reading into it, and I was like, oh yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Um, there is that meta commentary. Um, because, and that kind of just opened my mind to being like, oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, just a side note, I don't know if you guys know, but like in fandom, Miguel O'Hara is considered more of a Latino Spider-Man than like Miles. Like the like the the bad fans will will yeah. give him the Latino uh but the guy he's Miguel O'Hara. He is mm-hmm. uh he is mixed just as much as Miles is. And um, what when I was talking to Fantastic Frankie, she pointed out when Miles speaks Spanish to him, he brushes him off. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Like he doesn't he doesn't really respond to him. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting piece of commentary. Um woo, I forgot about that. It's loaded and packed. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, also, Miles is very happy to speak Spanish to another Spanish-speaking Spider-Man, right? Yeah, he was so happy. He was so happy. He thought he had a community. Oh, my poor sweet summer child. <laughs> oh, my sweet summer child. Sometimes it um, be on your own. Yeah, now I'll see. Um, Tracy, you said your favorite was Spider-Punk? Mm-hmm. Was there one that didn't hit? Um, one that kind of sticks out in my mind, she didn't really come out in this movie, but mm. into the Spider-Verse would be Penny Parker. Yeah. But I, I do love and appreciate her, but I kind of feel like she kind of fits like this, like stereotype of schoolgirl, like anime Japanese girl type of thing. And like, yeah, I just wish that we had a little bit different <laughs> representation also when it comes to like asian characters i guess yeah yeah um were there any other uh asian spider people spider-man so there's india. penny there's spider-man india um which again socially different stereotypes that are given in media uh, uh yeah. to both of them you know so but like so it's a little bit different but I don't know if there's anyone or is there anyone else 
we did not see uh, our emissary from hell, the Japanese veteran. We did not see him. Oh yeah, I was hoping <clears throat> that he would. We're talking about the one with the. Yeah, the one with the little with leopard on. Yeah. Yeah. It's only a matter of time till they bring. Yeah, he'll probably be the next one. He'll. I also peeped. Andrew, Toby appear. Tom did it. He's mentioned he didn't. He's probably gonna pop him in the next one. Yeah. I yeah. Know, I peeped that. Um, there's so much to this movie. It's so hard to like in my mind right now, trying to keep this conversation going. I'm like, oh, but what about this? What about that? Oh, um, the 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 cameos in the Spider Society prison, the different oh. villains. They were like, there's. They really they they brought in like the old like it's an MS DOS game I think like the like the Spider Man uh, villain in that and like then they're like a basic rhino <laughs> it's just a just a rhino just an animal and then they bring out Donald Glover yes! as Prowler <laughs> yes! I was so happy I was so happy dude oh my goodness. That was like a full, that was a full fucking circle moment for me because I was also a fan of community and I was like a child, obviously, when that was going down. But like when Miles was created, he was inspired by the visual of Donald Glover getting up in Spider-Man pajamas in an episode of community. It's this episode, it like starts and it's like a little collage. Like a season premiere. It's like season three premiere. Yeah, Yeah. it's like a fun, fun camera work, all that. And when Donald Glo- when Miles first appears outside of any other media as uh, like a full character, he appears in Ultimate Spider-Man, voiced by Donald Glover. And then we obviously have him in the MCU uh, as Aaron Davis, not as Prowler. I'm hoping the version that we saw in the cage was MCU Aaron Davis. I need it to be. I yeah, need it to be. It has to be. I would love that. Oh my God, that was so good. And he looks Miles. I'm like, this is full circle like oh that's so good oh my goodness i was so was happy so he, gets two, he gets two scenes i was so happy oh, he gets two scenes what, what are the two scenes there it's it's the one he's introducing he gets another shot later on where it's like in a different part mm. yeah. um shout out to jedi mike seven jedi mike sevens on uh youtube saying salute to panel been watching your content for a minute now i'd love to collaborate uh love to hear you guys's perspective thank you thank you so much uh jedi mike um um yeah for anyone out there who's watching us on twitch.tv slash the geek show or youtube.com slash the geek show let us know you're out there um you know if you're watching silently uh comment so we just you know more than happy to read your your, uh uh you know questions out um as long as it pertains to this um we got a cameo from that there are so many cameos i mean i mean what were the big ones tracy do you the first one that that, like really like i don't remember the order of these happening but like one that really stuck out to me was when spot was like looking into all his different spots and then he pops into the venom shop yeah with the shop owner like the the whole theater was like (gasps) like everybody like gasped at the same time that was like so unexpected quick gauging interest uh you guys like the venom movies or no as a movie, they're not the best, but I love Tom Hardy as mm. Eddie Brock. Okay, that's fair. Um, 
I didn't see the second one. Okay. <laughs> because I detested the first one and now it's just so good. <laughs> uh I think the second one is better, but it's so it they're so flawed. But I think that like they're kind of fun to watch once. Like, okay. But what what's funny to me about Venom is that producer Avi Arad, who has been producing Spider-Man movies since the get-go, since the jump, he loves Venom. Mm -hmm. He is an old man that loves Venom. And he keeps pushing for Venom to be in the movies, which, like, Sam Raimi didn't want Venom in Spider-Man 3. He wanted just Sandman and then, I guess, Harry Osborn, Goblin. But, like, but like it was really a Sandman-focused movie. And then Avi Arad, being producer, he was like, you got to put in Venom. That's why it's so disjointed. Like, you can take Venom out of it and you don't lose much from Spider-Man 3. Um, you know? Uh, and he keeps pushing it. And then, obviously, Venom got his own movie. And he got a second movie. And that's like Avi Arad trying to really make Venom happen. And then Venom appears in the post-credits for No Way Home, right? Uh, and like, okay... Oh. When Ke Kevin Feige's face when asked about that post credit scene, it's always like because <laughs> <laughs> they they're it's their partnership. They have to he, literally kind of throw a bone. He hates those movies because it's like he's like it's conflicting with my artistic vision. Which like yeah, I understand. I understand as an artist, I understand it. But at the same time, it is so funny because he's like Spider Man's on on loan essentially. <laughs> yeah. Especially like uh, your neighbor being like, Oh, can I borrow some sugar? Yeah, here's the sugar. And then he's like, I'm you can have it back when I'm done with the sugar, okay? Um, but I do I like you bringing up Venom's little movie history. I find it so funny that he's trying so hard to make Venom happen because it's like Venom's just cool, like he's just like a cool design, a cool visual, yeah. cool action figures, TV shirts, TV, I'm sorry, t shirts, merch, like he's just yeah. cool. <laughs> so it's like like stop trying to make him your shirt is black suit spider who does black suit spider create venom like venom is just cool man i don't so why don't force venom down with us we will take him right but he has to be linked to spider-man like it's such a core part of his character yeah um which we didn't see did we see symbiote spider-man in in the spider society Nowhere. i'm looking well i'm looking at the wallpaper that i have that I created for this episode. So again, if you're watching the live stream, you can see a lot of the visuals that I've created. There looks like there's a symbiote Spider-Man in this corner mm. um, above Ben Riley. Um, and so maybe, but like we didn't see any powers being used. True. I think I feel like in like the part where they were explaining like all the core parts of like Spider-Man's life, like Miguel was explaining all that stuff. I like there was like um um almost said Aunt Ben Uncle Ben dying and like all the six things I think yeah. one of them was a symbiote yeah thing but other than that I didn't really see anything yeah also I think the Spider-Man you made or the wallpaper you're using I think that's um Dan made what's his name I can't think of his name he it's the it's the evil six on Spider-Man what well, I cannot think of his name the superior. Spider-Man? No, it's like the what? six arm Spider-Man, but he's evil. I can't think. He's a Marvel Legends figure. Oh, he's like Man Spider or whatever. Like probably like that. Okay. So, um, I forget what we were. We were. Doppelganger. His name is just what? Doppelganger. 
that, that's what I think that is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Doppelganger is. Okay. Um, sorry, Tracy. What were we talking about? Um, symbiotes and if they came out in across the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, maybe that's a oh, but with canon events. What let, mm-hmm. let's talk about canon events. And by the way, somebody had a theory on TikTok that I will. I mean, it's going to open up a can of worms in the conversation, so I'm going to save it for a little bit. But, um canon events and this is what miguel believes people have argued like people are already arguing whether it's true or not i don't think it's true i think again if you take the meta commentary into account it's stating that like spider-man has to follow a paint by numbers sort of thing without being his own character but miles in the comics is different like like so Miles first was from another universe. He was from the Ultimate Universe, where Ultimate Spider-Man died. Peter Parker died. Miles became Spider-Man. There was never an overlap. Then later, there's a crossover event where 616 Peter and Ultimate Miles meet in, in the miniseries Spider-Men. Then, after Secret Wars, they get merged into the same universe, so they've always kind of been together. But Miles still has an idea of like what the previous universe was like. And then, like, Peter has never died in that universe, or whatever, right? Like, Peter's not dead in that universe. But um, Miles hasn't lost anyone in the comics. Right? In Ultimate Comics, his original Ultimate Comics run, Rio's dead. And then... Okay. And then, if I'm not mistaken... Aaron dies, I think, in in Ultimate. Aaron does die, yeah. Yeah. But currently in the comics... Miles does not have a loved one who died. Currently, yes. Rio's alive. Dad's Peter's alive. alive. Aaron's alive. alive. He has a little sister. Like cur- He has currently, a, a clone brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, currently, you know, Miles will be talking to Peter, and Peter will be like, yeah, it's really rough for me. I don't really have anyone to talk to. Him. I just talk to my parents. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Like, Miles and Kamala Khan both their pa- their parents know who they are, right? Does Kamala in the no. comics parents know? I forget actually. Uh you would have to ask Ash. I mean, she, yeah, she would know. <laughs> she knows all. By the way, how cool is it that we're all creators and we have we know the specific people that like are the the curators yeah. for like individual characters? I think it's super. Fun. Oh yeah, we, what, the Flash. Uh, who do I ask for that? Go hit up avery you know of course <laughs> x-men there's like 40 of them <laughs> so <laughs> i mean i consider my that's that's my bread and butter too oh i didn't realize that i feel you like didn't? you're pretty like no i feel like you're pretty well versed i feel like you're pretty like evenly yeah you know yeah across the dimitri verse <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out whether her, her identity is secret or not in, in the comics. Anyway, the point being is, like, Miles talking to his parents, having his parents alive. Miles has always been a different character. But then in this movie, they're explaining exactly how different. How did you guys feel about the retcon that in his universe, Peter has come and gone? Like, that spider was already used in that universe. Peter H part, I don't know, what what whatever... The Chris Pine Peter dies. Oh, the so Chris Pine Peter. There's 1610 for some reason. Which is also different. That, 
that's a separate. This is a different multiverse, by the way. This is a different multiverse yeah. than the comics multiverse. They're not linked. That's the way I see it. Yeah, they're, they're, anyway. they're, it's the it's the I would call it the cinematic and TV multiverse since that's where they're going for. That's what they're doing. Yeah, for. yeah. Um, so this universe, uh, sixteen ten, does not. It already had his Spider Man. Miles is not the true Spider Man of this universe because his spider came from universe forty two. Uh, and, um, thus he was never supposed to be, and they bring in that retcon. How do you guys feel about that retcon? I found that interesting, and I liked the way the story played out with it, because you learn that, and then, you know, he uses the machine, and what that oh my god did you guys see that coming by the way when it popped Uh, up as for universe 42 i was like oh i know they're sending him to the wrong universe they're sending him to the wrong universe but i didn't know how they were going to go with that and then having all the little things like oh uncle aaron's alive jefferson is dead miles is prowler Uh, there's never been a spider-man there's never been a spider-man i was like this is nuts but like i was like I caught the little thing because on 1610, it was raining and Gwen's outside. On 42, it was not raining, right? So I caught mm-hmm. that and I was like, I was like, uh, oh, we're in the wrong universe. And then Rio said a few things. He's like, you know, it's me, you, you, me, you, and dad. And she was like, Miles, I got to take care of me and you. And I was like, uh-oh, oh, no. But I was confused when Prowler clocked Miles, and I was like, how the hell is Aaron's over here? And Prowler just went, where? Who was that? And then Miles came up with the braids. I was like, oh. I was so, I was like, oh my God. And then when we edited, I was like, I was like, this is, did I just watch Peach again? Again? I need to see, it. I need to see this movie again. I'm going crazy. Like, mm-hmm. did we all see it one time? Yeah, yeah, I've I only seen it, it once. Yeah, I saw it like opening, opening, like two o'clock. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I need to finish it. Uh, Tracy, uh, thoughts about the twist? I did not see that coming at all. But no? like, I, it like towards the end, there was already so much going on with like him being chased by Miguel and everyone, and then the spot, and it was like just so many things like building up and up that like it it just worked, and it like was such like a climactic ending <laughs> i there i when it got closer to the end of the movie and i was like okay t- time has to be running out i didn't check my watch but i was like time has to be running out where are i know they're not going to wrap things up so where are they going to end and like for 10 whole scenes up until the end of the movie i kept being like they're going to end it here no nope. yeah same, not, same. i was thinking that nope. too where are they gonna end it? At what point? Um that was a badass ending though. That was such oh my god, his finger on the chain. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm just I'm like, Miles, he's him, bro. He's the guy. That is that is the guy, Miles. My but I already I already love my I already love this is my guy. That's my that's my OG. Oh, this I was like, I was like, I was like, we got a fire ass comic book, multiple fire ass comic books, multiple fire ass video games. Well, we're about to get another one. Yeah, 
now to two essentially perfect movies. Man, man, y- y- y'all need to shut with that. That's just funny, man. He's my brother. Man, that's Spider-Man. <laughs> that is Spider-Man, bro. Oh, right. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That, tra- that train scene? Oh. What was the train scene? Uh, um... Where they're on, like, the train and it's going up and up and up and up and up. And then oh, Miguel yeah, is, like, train, yeah. working him. And then Miles is, like, thinking on his feet. He's just like, okay. He's like, oh, this is electrified. Zap. I, like, absorb, zap you. I'm out of here. I'm going to I'm gonna freaking camouflage. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you got something to add on to the, to Ben's rant, <laughs> Tracy? <laughs> Ben's just over here, just like okay. Let the dog get his barks out, and then you know. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um. There's so many different things. Uh, I'm I'm trying to look up who is playing who. Um, in in like Spider Bite, you know Spider Bite. Amanda, that... Amanda Stenberg. Oh, was it? Yeah. Who I'm excited for them uh, being in the Acolyte for Star Wars. That was really cool. That was Amanda. That was Amanda. I thought it was the girl from. Because it looks like the girl from The Bear. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Chicago, though. I was like, I was like, oh, my God, Italian beef. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, the prices of Italian beef are going to go up because of this show. No. <laughs> uh, it didn't. Thank God. Woo! <laughs> I was safe. Uh, I thought it was Ayo Edabiri. Wait, what do I know that name? From from the bear, she was also in Abbott Elementary for an episode. That's why I know she's she played Janine's sister, didn't she? Yeah. So I thought because ah, like yeah. the character design looked like her, so I was like, oh, that'd be cool. But no, okay, it's fine. Amanda's cool. I I love Amanda. Um, where 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 were we going with this? Um, there were so many scenes in this movie. Like I forget, but I kind of want to forget so I can see it. If I know I'm going to see it a second time, I'm going to be like, okay, I don't want to focus on every single thing. Then again, I have a podcast to produce, but like it's fresher in my mind when I, mm-hmm. you know, when I see it again. Um, Spider Man India, they spend a lot of time in Mumbai, right? And what's kind of cool about Spider Man India, not only is he is he funny, he's attractive, uh, uh, he has a love interest. He wasn't playing comic sidekick relief to somebody else's story. Even though, like, that's the thing about Spider-Verse. Sure, Miles is the focus. He's the main character. But we understand that, like, unlike in other stories that we've seen throughout history, everybody has main character energy. Mm -hmm. But this story is about Miles. Like, Like, in real life, we all have our own lives and then when you get egotistical and narcissistic and self-centered, you're like, I'm the only person in this story of Earth. I'm the main character. But in Spider-Verse, we can see that like everybody is the main character in their own story. Right? So Spider-Man India is like one of them. And I thought that was like super cool because like he has his story. 
in this story, he's a side character, but he is capable of love. He is capable of being a hero. He he has his uh, his own Aunt May. I forget what they what they call her, but like, and he, you know, he's there to. And he, his his story will continue once they leave Moonbatten. Uh, I thought that was super cool. Also, his redesign for this movie needs to come into the comics because that is it. Ooh, that suit is so much better. Holy crap. Holy yeah. crap. Because <laughs> the original design is just like Spider-Man with like some like like ethnic pants. Yes. <laughs> and shoes. <laughs> and shoes. Spider-Man up top and then pants and like uh some kind uh like a, a cloth. Which they kept a cloth design at his waist, but they changed him up a little bit or a yeah. lot of it. And he a looked, lot. Oh, the ooh, that's something I want to talk about is like the fact that every character's design is like really indicative of who they are and who like and there's some aspect if they're like a character of color, uh, an aspect of their culture. So Miles does like graffiti and graffiti as uh, oh I think I said it right here, but graffiti is an element of hip hop. There are four elements of hip hop. Graffiti is one of them. So the fact that Miles does graffiti, he'll wear like J's over his clothes and he'll like incorporate yeah. streetwear and graffiti into it. I'm like, that's really cool. And the fact that they added like cultural elements into uh, Papatir's costume, I was like, that's so cool. And then yeah. Gwen, like going from ballet to having the Chucks, which are uh, Spider Punks, and then Spider Punks just whole, his whole aesthetic, like the punk aesthetic. The fact that you know it's it's important to me that he's a black punk character, because, uh, but I'm pretty sure somebody pointed out like the laces. His laces are different colors, and the colors mean something in like punk culture, and I can't remember what it is, but something like hmm. something anti-cop, something anti-establishment. Like that. I'm like, yeah. that's cool. Those details are cool. Oh, the character, that character design of the movie is delicious. <laughs> I mean, you could tell they spent five years on this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. And they got all the right people to work on it. I think that's that's also, you know, right? Like, is it Joaquim Dos Santos? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know it his... Was, it was three directors. Yeah, but I think he's the the main build one. Dude, have, do you know his, his background? Okay, so he's Portuguese-American. He's directed Justice League Unlimited, Avatar The Last Airbender, uh, Legend Wait, of Korra. that's why I know that name. Oh my god, it's connected. Oh my goodness, he, he's him too. Yeah. Oh, Legend of Korra. Yeah, he's him. And Voltron. Oh my goodness, bro, bro. We had a goat on here and I didn't even realize it. Oh my god, dude. Yes, good for him. I'm so glad. Good for him. He made a great piece of work. Wow, he made yeah. art. Then Kemp Powers um, wrote episodes of Star Trek Discovery, One Night in Miami. He co-directed Soul, uh, and he wrote Soul. That's, that's crazy. That's why this. That's why this movie was rich. This movie was rich, like in decadent, like a chocolate cake. Like ah 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 my god, oh my goodness, oh that's, that's so good. I'm like doing deep dives on all these people. That's also like how you, I don't know, you, you figure out like, yeah, what else have they been working on? Who are their like, who do they work with? Why are these movies so good? 
It's it's like they've, a you know. They've just assembled uh, the team, a team that is like good as fuck. <laughs> like everyone's so, simply put, yes. <laughs> Why are they put. so good? They just they just have good people. Bro, you got somebody who works on Justice League Unlimited, Avatar: Last Airbender, and Legend of Korra on here. Of course, this shit was gonna be good. <laughs> with a with a full like movie sized budget. Oh my god! Like, you know? Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. <laughs> like, um, oh. let's talk about canon. Let's talk about canon events. So Miguel says that there across the multiverse, there are canon events, which are events that have to happen. In one way or another, they have to happen to a spider person. Um, uh, this is not something that's in the comics. Uh, the comics doesn't run on this thing. And whether this is true or not is up to debate. Now, we see in the movie that Spider-Man India, uh, uh, Captain Singh is supposed to die, and it does not. And then that causes, like, a couple more tears. But they say that they got it fixed, right? So then canon events don't have to happen. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. They can fix it. Um, do you guys have thoughts about the canon events? It tends to be hear, the... I want to hear Tracy's thoughts because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been talking too much. <laughs> um. Well, my thoughts, like, I feel like the title of the next movie kind of ties into this like I feel like the word beyond was chosen for a reason like it's going beyond what Spider-Man is supposed to be with the canon events if that makes sense the idea that it's a meta commentary throws me for a loop like I I need to rewatch it with that meta commentary yeah same because I didn't really catch on to that either when I first watched it yeah um, but sorry, what were you saying, Tracy? Um, I don't even. <laughs> the, uh, oh, you were saying beyond the Spider Verse, because I also think that beyond the Spider Verse also could mean Universe Forty Two, because Universe Forty Two has never had a Spider Man, so it's beyond the Spider Verse, right? Like, and we're probably going to see a lot of this dystopian society of what happens when a Spider Man doesn't exist, what happens when Miles is bad, what happened, like, what are the Miles throughout this movie is trying to feel like he matters, right? Mm-hmm. In a world where he's the second Spider-Man, in a world where he can't tell his parents that he is Spider-Man, his parents want him to go do other things, he's trying to matter in his own way. And then Miguel says, you matter, but you also don't matter. Like, he's giving him mixed signals, right? You have to let the canon events happen because you matter. But also, you were a mistake. You're not a real Spider-Man. Because these canon events didn't happen to you. One yeah. did. The death of his uncle. Yeah, Miguel was, like, very intimidating to me. Like, he he ripped on Miles so much. And I was just like, oh my goodness. He's also a hypocrite, right? We talked about that. Mm-hmm. What are the sources of his powers? What what did he lose? He lost his child, right? He lost his family? I think it was his a sister for the Miguel he replaced. That was his sister? I thought it was his daughter. Was it his daughter? Was that his yeah. daughter 
like the I kid? thought it was his daughter. I thought it. Oh. He said like he had found where he had a family. So I just assumed that that was his kid. A universe where Miguel died, but his family was alive, mm-hmm. and he took that spot of Miguel, right? But it caused problems, allowing the multiverse to break down, right? And that universe, like, so then he creates a spider society, and, and then they just kind of go from there. Like, it's like, so what universe do you come from, bro? Like. Where what's going on there? Why haven't you gone back? Like what's going on with that? Is yeah. this like are uh, you it's it's this universe? universe. I I think the spider right, society takes is? place on his original universe. Because right. it's the new universe, the adopted universe got destroyed. Alright, okay. I can connect that one. I'm just I'm not, I'm just thinking just tripping, bro. Like get off Miles' back. Like let him because I also peeped that there was no other Miles in the uh, the Spider Society. We saw PS5 Spider-Man from the Spider-Man 2, and we saw a version of his PS4 costume. Yeah. I'm guessing it would be the comic version of him, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. But they had him in his actual character model, and they gave Yuri Lowenthal like, a line, which yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, this is interesting, because Miles also is the other lead of that game. He's not here. So here's the only, thing. We only see one other Miles, which is probably Miles. Here's the thing, though. All these spider people in the Spider Society, we assume they are from that universe. They don't have to be from that literal universe, just a universe that resembles it, right? Like the the PS4 Spider-Man could be from a universe in which, like, it look he looks exactly like the video game, but Miles doesn't exist. He doesn't actually have to be from the video game universe. Because if we play Spider-Man 2 that comes out in however many months, are they going to reference that character being drawn into a multiversal battle and then coming back? If not, that wasn't him. Because, like, at this point, this is this will be Big Bro's third. Because <laughs> he's got two in the comics and then he's got the one here. <laughs> in what? Uh, PS4 Spider-Man is in both Spider-Verse events. Oh, oh yeah. Uh Spider-Verse, Spider Geddon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But is it the same? You know, I don't know. So I want I want to hear him have some some lines, some dialogue like, oh yeah, secret society or something. That would be funny. That would be silly. Like, That'd be silly goofy moves. Also, the the fact is that like a lot of these spider people are just Peter Parker, but in a different suit. It's like mm-hmm. so there's like a whole universe spawns from just changing your outfit. Like with the amount of changes that Tracy has when when you when you like do all your cosplay stuff, all those Tracys have different universes <laughs> where they only wear what you wore that one time. Across the Tracy verse. Yeah. Across the Tracy verse. <laughs> Patented. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Trademark. Uh like, okay, well, I guess. So I don't know. It's like, where do they differ? What do like I don't buy the whole Miguel thing. I don't buy what Miguel is, is saying. I'm not I saying he's Miguel's lying. Not. I just think he has a, maybe this is the meta commentary. He has a narrow view on what it means to be Spider-Man. That's really what Ooh. it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the case. I feel like he, because of what he went through, he's subjecting all the other Spider people to that. That's meta too, right? 
Mm -hmm. I didn't, this didn't happen to me. It does not exist to other people. Mm -hmm. You know? And I would like, it would be interesting if they bring in his, um, they bring in Gabriel O'Hara, which is the white suit Spider-Man 2099, you know what I'm talking about? I don't like, I don't like the 2099 comics, personally. I I think Batman Beyond does the future of their given universe better than 2099 does. I find that interesting. But, I mean, considering, like, especially because we're inching closer and closer and they now designated it in an alternate universe rather than, like, the future. Yeah. You know? But, you, but you know what I'm talking about? For, like... Uh, I think I've seen it, but, you know. Yeah, no. I kind of actually love that design for him, but... Oh, oh it, you have to hold it above your chest, like, in front of your chest so it reads as you. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that's yeah, in the Spider-Man game. Yeah, so I wonder... That's Gabriel O'Hara, his son. So I wonder if they they'll introduce him to be like, oh, there is a universe where like you have a family, you know, you you don't have to be alone, you know. Yeah. So I wonder if they're gonna do that, but I also ah man, I wonder how this conflict is gonna resolve because bro was tripping. Like we saw him, like we saw one scene where he's about to bite, you know, a paper vulture. He's about to bite him. I was like, whoa. He was like, he's like, like all right. <laughs> All right, Kylo Ren. And what has to be strength to do it. Like, hello, brother. What's going on? Like, oh my god. So I also want to know who Jess Drew's husband is. Who? Jess Drew's husband. Oh. Because she's based specifically off that run where Jessica Drew is pregnant, but she was pregnant through, I believe, in vitro or whatever, or whatever it is where it's like you know, you get the donor. So uh, yeah. she says she has a husband, so I wonder who her husband is. Hmm. I wonder if he's in a that. In a perfect world, I would love Luke Cage Spider-Man. <laughs> Sweet Christmas. <laughs> uh, you know, like, like, I mean, if they're going to be lazy, and I don't think that these people, like, the, the crew is lazy, they would just be, it's Peter Parker like, is her husband, like, in her universe. Easy, right? They would but... That's so ugly. Oh my goodness. I, I've never wanted Jessica Drew and Peter to be together. <laughs> I don't like Also, that. it's Jessica It's Jessica Drew, but she looks like Misty Knight. Maybe it's the hair. But in my head, it, it combines the two. Come on, Dimitri. Not every black one with a fro is Misty Knight. <laughs> it's the red. It's the red because Misty Knight has a full red outfit. I think I think her husband is dead. I think her husband is dead. That's what I think. That she uh, let she let her husband die because it was a canon event? I think so. Because she, you know, alludes to the fact she had her canon event with the policeman and she uh says my husband is corny, blah blah blah, XYZ. But that was months ago. And now she's, you know, further along in her pregnancy. We don't know what's up with her and like how she became a part of this. We don't know her background. So I'm wondering if she has a tragic story and she believes the believes the truths Miguel believes. Right. And I wonder why exactly what what compelled her to take Gwen and train her to be Yes. Yeah. Also, why the motorcycle? I know it looks cool, but 
functionally speaking, she always has her motorcycle on her, right? Yeah, because it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know well, it's cool, but like... I kind of thought it was because like she was pregnant and maybe wasn't as like mobile. Mm. That's true. Know. Is she on the sky train as it's going up? Is she on there? I th- I think so. I don't... I don't remember. I know she was she was in the street before Miles gets to the train because he like gets her off track. I think he mm. didn't he like do do her to a bus. Oh, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Miguel was on it. Miguel was like, wow. I was like, whoa, whoa, bro, bro, it's not that serious. He's fifteen. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's just a kid. Miguel, we talked that line, even though it was in the trailer, it's still her. Where Peter was like, Miguel, we talked about this. And he's like, We talked about it? I was like, damn, Peter. He's like, my folks I got your back, bro. You gotta you gotta get out of here, bro. Let's go. <laughs> it, 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 it was sad. It was a betrayal, right? Like, but also, like, I don't care who you are. If you tell me my family has to die, I'm I'm not I'm not letting that happen. No, for the for real. He he was just like, yeah. By the way, your dad's gonna die. Swink, and you're in this cage. <laughs> like uh... Ooh, the 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 tension that goes on in that scene, where it just keeps rising, and then Hobie does a hand thing, right? Like Hobie shows it, like kind of. He, he was he reminded him. He's like, yeah, and I I think Hobie planned. He definitely was a planner because he breaks the shield. And so Miles has just absorbed the energy. And then, you know, he's like, like make sure to use the palm of your hand. And Miles is like, the palm? The palm? And Wait, then, is that what happens? When when does that happen? Remember, Hobie comes through. He comes, Miles is absorbing his shield and trying to, like, thin it out so they can come through. And then Hobie comes through and breaks it. And then... Oh, uh, yeah. Because Miles was using... Uh, was trying to, you know, absorb the energy to push At it out. In, in, in yeah. Mumbatton, yeah. Hobie, Hobie says to him, he's like, he's like, hey, use the palm of your hands. And then that's why during that scene, he's like. So has Hobie dealt with somebody who has that same power set? I wonder. Is it because you're telling me that Miles has been using his fingers to shock, but if he uses the whole hand, it's yeah, stronger? Because he he's just been using the, the Venom Strike like from the hand. Yeah. So, but he's also talking about this new, he's advancing his Venom Strike. So he's absorbing, he's absorbing it with his fingertips and then outputting it with his fingertips. So I'm guessing right. he forgot that he King used Kingpin. He was like, hey, hand. <laughs> so. Right. So Hobie, has Hobie dealt with, there's questions. I have questions. Oh, man. Oh. Has Hobie been watching Miles from afar? I wonder. I wonder. He's like, Little brother, man, watch out for my little bro. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! Oh, it, it was cool. Um, so the canon events we know are uncle or loved one dying, right? And then it has to be a captain from the the police. That doesn't happen all the time, though, right? Because Toby Maguire, no. Toby and Tom, neither, neither so far. Death of a captain. Is the captain Tony? Tony Stark, the captain of the Avengers? Oh, shit. Wait, you might be on. Is that like. 
that you know Avengers mean? are essentially like cops in the MCU, like even more so. They're cops, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and then May dies, right? So that's so those are yeah, his two. But but they also showed that like Venom is a canon event or can be a canon event because they never really like not every Spider Man has a Venom, right? Andrew did Right. Most animated Spider Man do. To us, it's because of Avi Arad. <laughs> he keeps pushing Venom. I mean, Venom is I cool, like, but like, come on. I'm literally looking at my Spider Verse shelf right now, and I have Venom like flexing on <laughs> Ben Riley. <laughs> well, th- we also had Ben Riley being kind of this angsty '90s kind of character, voiced by so Andy Samberg. So fun. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. that yeah. Crazy. I love, he gets I love taken Gwen. out real easy though, right? Gwen takes him out. Yeah. <laughs> he gets he gets and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, Ben Riley's a clone. Are clones like official spider people? They're clones. Well, well, in the original well, in the comics, there was the question: who's the clone? Peter or Ben? Like, this could be Ben from the universe where he was the original. Because oh, really? that's what Ooh. that was the big thing about the clone saga in the day was that the Peter we know and love might have been a clone of this whole time. Like, they tried to really mess with the canon on that back in the 90s. It was Ben Riley might not be the clone. And we only know if one of them dies and turns to dust. And then it turns out that when Ben dies and turns to dust, that yes, Peter was the original, unlike what we might have thought, you know, um, I really liked his art style. It was really cool. I liked the, like the the black cell shading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a. I mean, there's a lot that happens in the movie. It's it's tough to to cover everything, but I I do want to. Um, but as we wrap up, because there's just so much, and I know that people on TikTok are going to be talking about. Oh, I just threw down my pen. Um. Because somebody on TikTok brought up a theory. And I hate it. And I know there's no way this was planned. There's no way this is planned. I will not give Sony the the credit for this. The big plot holes that have been happening in the Sony movies. People traveling from multiverse to multiverse. All these problems. And we were meant to think that in No Way Home, Peter was the one who started this multiversal break. But now we're seeing that Miles is the one to have created this multiversal break with the Collider. Vulture going over to Morbius, Tom Hardy going over to the MCU. The rules that Doctor Strange said was that if they know Peter Parker was Spider-Man, they're coming over. But these people didn't. There were major plot holes in No Way Home. The theory that somebody on TikTok was saying is that this solves that all these multiversal breaks are happening not because of tom holland peter parker it is spider-man but it's miles morales spider-man it's not tom holland peter parker spider-man i think that they wrote around i think yes it was not the plan the whole time yeah there was they wrote this 
that rule with that in mind because also the timeline they use looked it's, I was a little bit upset because it looked like the MCU timeline. I was like, ugh. For what? <laughs> when they had like the, the timeline branch, it like yeah, you see you saw what I was saying. It looked yeah. like the one from Loki. And oh, the like, tree, the tree looking Yeah, thing? yeah, the like that the light. specific way it looked though, that the white beam of light with like I was like, I was like, this is dumb. But then, you know. I I have a okay with it because Riri is better than <laughs> I so does that solve it? Is this is this are we buying that? I'll buy it for the Spider-Man stuff. As opposed to the MCU stuff. There's it's both a lack of planning on both like franchises parts, but whereas Spider-Verse had the time to animate and voice act and write around some of these things because they saw because okay, Spider-Verse came out in 2018. They got to work and started production and you know had some delays so they could tighten some things up uh and because of COVID. But they got to see reactions to things in Loki. They got to see reactions to things in Multiverse of Madness, which was a year ago. So the movie is probably close to done, but we don't know what was ADR, what was whatever, because it's anime animation. So you're less likely to catch ADR in animation. So I'm guessing there was some someone was in charge of making sure that their multiversal rules made more sense than the stuff that was going on in the MCU because we have two different sets of multiversal rules in MCU. That yeah, MCU's messed up the multiversal stuff, but also No Way Home had the plot holes, and then this now just makes sense. I think for I'll, I'll give them this for No Way Home, they definitely have internal, you know, agreements agreements on stuff because that is so Sony specific, and the reason why we have like another main MCU character in the Spider-Man movies at all is because it's like a part of their agreement like oh that's why I have Tony Stark in the first one uh, Nick Fury in the second one and then uh, Doctor Strange in the third one it's a part of their agreement but right. all the like I, I can't remember if someone said it but like uh, most of these story decisions with Spider-Man it's like obviously they have to work with Feige in them but a lot of them is very like Sony specific stuff so like you, you view the Tom Holland movies as primarily Sony with Marvel influences? I do see the other way around. It's definitely, it's obviously a team effort, but the way they treat the franchise, the way the franchise is che- treated, like Spider-Man stuff is never revealed on Disney Plus stuff, on Disney stuff. Spider-Man's always revealed by Right, Sony. I know that, but that's yeah, distribution. So that, that's not That's distribution, but the legality, the way I'm seeing it, is because it's Sony's property, they have the they have the plans, you know? That's why other MCU trilogies, we have three, four-year gaps between movies. Spider-Man, it was two, two, two. It was, it was 2017, 2019, 2021. Yeah. Or no, 2018, 2021. So, and that was because of COVID. So, Sony is very much in charge of that stuff uh, because yeah. remember during during uh the disney plus reveal for all the all the new mcu stuff spider-man was absent why spider-man absent that's sony's in charge of when that stuff comes out they're in charge of what goes on in a lot of the story making decisions if i yeah. to do this sony can go no i don't no, they can. i won't give sony the credit on pre-planning what has been going on because sony 
I would have to because uh, Miss Pascal and Avi Arad, since they're so they're their fingers are in every Spider-Man and Spider-Man related project. They obviously have a vision um, and they have this, a lot of this stuff connecting and like they time releases for stuff pretty well. So like Spider-Man PS5, Spider-Man 2 for PS5 is coming out the same year as Across the Spider-Verse. That was not unintentional. That was definitely on purpose. Like, oh, this got delayed. Let's delay this so we can have like, boom, a year of Spider-Man, right? So a lot of this stuff they do is intentional, but that you can tell what aspects who has more control like the animation stuff is like the spider-verse team of people that are pretty much they're like well this was a runaway success home home video sales in 2018 when we were seeing the death of that kind of thing right yeah so they definitely let the spider-verse people do run like run away and do xyz but obviously there's things that are like you have to put this this and this in here yeah so, and which is like with most things, but I don't uh, want to like I, I don't want to like Sony, but Sony has been hitting out of the park with Spider Verse movies. So they yeah. they they're doing their best. Obviously, like Morbius was <laughs> <laughs> obviously Morbius was an issue, and like but like but like all their things that are slated to come out, like they announced a live action Miles Morales movie and a live action. Or maybe not a live action Jessica Drew movie, maybe a solo spin off. I'm not quite sure. I think the Spider Woman thing is that uh, Spider Verse. It's Gwen? The Spider Verse uh, all female team movie that they've been working on. Might be oh, one. I mean, that, that that's cool. But remember the Bad Bunny El Muerto like solo movie? And then they were going to do uh, a Hypno Hustler movie with Donald Glover. Or was that a. Was that a was that a a red herring to throw us off Donald Glover being on the set for this movie? Maybe. That it could be. very well be. You know what I mean? Like, they were like, hey, hey Donald lying. Glover, hypno hustler. They straight be lying. Andrew Garfield, liar of the year. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to question everything now. Yeah, they're definitely, definitely, I'll, I'll give them this. Some stuff is planned for sure. And some stuff they're writing around. Obviously, not everything is playing well. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're definitely... They definitely, like, for the Spider-Verse franchise, this franchise in particular, the plans are solid. That's why probably why it took so long, because they had to, like, navigate X, Y, yeah. and Z. This is coming out, so we can't do this. This is coming out. This is going to conflict with this. This is the narrative we're trying to tell. This is how we tie this into this. So yeah, they'll pro- they're probably really planning heavily for this the other movies i can't say are gonna be <laughs> right <laughs> um johnson craven did, oh yeah craven and uh spy oh um madam webb that movie's oh, yeah. been filming the the theory is that madam webb has the same story as terminator somebody goes back in time to kill peter's mom supposedly it has to do with Peter's mom being pregnant with Peter and good lord (laughs) I mean that's the theory that's the theory so and that there is a spider woman team that goes back in time to stop that something I don't know they may have have come because I know like summer when DC announced that like slate 
and they had like the all the Harley Quinn stuff and it was supposed to like culminate in like Harley or Birds of Prey versus Gotham City Sirens. And then instead of being able to do that, they just kind of like amalgamed it into Birds of Prey. Um, I wonder if they took the idea for like the Silver Sable Black Cat movie and like the yeah. Spider-Verse woman team. And then they're just like, what if we just, and it's Madam Web. So that might be what's going on here. Maybe. Maybe. I would like a Jessica Drew thing. Jessica Drew's fun. She's fun. Which Jessica Drew? This one? Because if we take her, if we take her out, if we make her like live action, then she can't be in the MCU. I doubt, and again, maybe this is my distrust of Sony. I doubt they're going to do a black female solo movie. You might be right on that one, unfortunately. But there's also going to be a lot of backlash if they make a white Jessica Drew movie. After this movie, the only Jessica Drew that we've ever seen in any of these movies is this one right here. This one and only. We've never seen the comic version. So if they keep Issa Rae, which they could, I'd be okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I would love. I mean, That'd I love be really Issa cool. Rae. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where where do we see beyond the spider verse as we close up this episode where do we where do we see this going are we are we going to spend a lot of time on earth 42 universe 42 uh whatever they call it are we you know um we we have we have gwen putting the team back together right we got peter b parker plus mayday we have spider bite on their team we have spider-man noir and spider ham who don't voice in this movie they don't have they don't speak. Um, we have Spider Punk. Who else? It's the team. It's the original team plus Spider Bite, Spider Punk, and Spider Man India. I think right. I and think so too. Yeah. And Spider Man India. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Which Spider Man India was done so well. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. From, I love it. He was just like, because I'm naturally buff. And then I was like, that's right. like you don't that's use right. product? <laughs> like, you don't use. And he nope. was like, yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Like, a little bit of oil and something. Yeah, a little, a little bit of coconut, coconut oil. oil. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I loved him. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. The writers of this movie, Oscar. Give this movie an Oscar right now. Yeah. Right now. Right now. It's us. What's going to be the best picture besides this? Early well, animated so so people have brought up some somebody brought up what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem could be. Super Mario Brothers movie, which I don't think should. Mm-hmm. Not against this. Um Elemental, because it's the Pixar like movie. These are these are just nominations that could happen. Um, oh, I could see I could see Mario winning. I could see Mario winning. Because it'll be like, well, this will be like eliminations, one of their few. They haven't won in a while, so give them no. Mario. I can see that happening. Mario, I, I liked Mario, but I didn't think it was next level. I wish it was, but it wasn't, you know. This this one definitely de- deserves it. And if this one deserves it, I'm going to absolutely need Beyond the Spider-Verse to win a third. Like, you, you can't go two out of three. Like, like, make it happen, you know. Or the Academy's like, we're not going to give it to this one because we know Beyond the Spider-Verse is going to win it. So... Well, we can't give it three times in a row. Don't like Lord so, of the actually. Rings, Lord of the Rings didn't win 
best picture three times. There's one that won, right? But that's best picture, best picture. This is animated. They 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 be like they be like e- animated something sweet for the kids. Boom. <laughs> like, yeah. Like give us give us like come on. This, I mean Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio won last year. Puss uh, oh, in Boots was really so good. good. I didn't see it. I didn't see the Tor- uh, del Toro's one. Oh, you have to watch it. It's really no. good. I, I saw I saw Pinocchio or I saw um, Puss in Boots and that was amazing. I haven't seen Puss in Boots. I haven't it. seen it either. You haven't I seen haven't Puss in Boots? Them. You gotta see everyone, Puss in Boots. Has everyone been going like, oh my god, you haven't seen it? It's so good. And I'm just like, ah! <laughs> Especially with what we do. Like all of us. Come on. We're, we're... I expected more from you two. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, my creator program hasn't hit uh, because I haven't made any money yet. So just calm down, just wait. <laughs> okay. Um. So sorry. What did you guys want to see in Beyond the Spider Verse? What are we What are we hoping to see? Um, I feel like well, there's a lot to wrap up because there's so much built up in this one. Um. But I definitely want to see Miles and like Gwen and their team make amends and get back together. And then I don't know. I I guess that would mean they kind of face off with Miguel's side. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I want to see. Have you seen that Disney princess spider person? Have you seen that in the comics? I've heard about it. Um, but... what's her What's her name? Um, I can't think of her name. I want to see Webweaver, uh, the Slayful Spider-Man. Uh, Spinstress is is ah, the Disney princess, but so Spinstress sings songs in the comic, but like I I just I go past that because I'm like I can't I don't know the tune of the song. Why am I like reading these lyrics? But then they got a Broadway actress to sing the songs, like in the in her first appearance, and it's it's like actually a song. Oh, now that is cute. I love that. Honestly, they should add her. I would like to see uh, the new Spider UK pop up, or both of them. Which one, the the girl or the guy? The girl. Mm, yeah. I'm rooting for the black women, always. Always and forever. Um, and then I would like to see Web Weaver. Web Weaver would be very fun. Which one's Web Weaver? <laughs> Web Weaver's the, the new gay one. Who's the, the he's the stylist, oh, right? Yeah. 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 He's cool. I like him. Yeah. That would be, uh, they could do so much stuff with him. Like, that would be really cool. I would like, I would like a gay uh, Spider-Man. Um, I also, is it too much if Spider Punk was gay? Because part of me, I don't know how I feel about everybody's talking about like we're Co- uh, Hobie. I was about to say Kobe, Hobie and Gwen Stacy hooking up. Are like, yeah, I wasn't really sure about that either. Like, I feel like because she lost her homeworld, so I could also see that he was like kind of like a big brother to her and like helping her get back on her feet. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a nice way, um, <laughs> like a nice platonic way of looking at things. Uh, also, I mean, or I mean, does she just like a certain type? Like, does she have a preference? Maybe, like, maybe. you know, when Snow Bunny Stacy, <laughs> <laughs> uh. you know, I don't know, or you know, 
I, I, I don't know. Because Miles, my, but like Spider Punk was so cool that like you can't get mad at it. You're like, okay. That's true. I would like, I would like Miles to express that he did feel betrayed and he would not like to pursue a romantic relationship with her. And at the end of the second movie, we get a little scene where it's like, oh, this is your new scene, Tiana. It's Tiana Toons. That would be fucking cool. Oh, are you I not a fan it. of Miles and Gwen? No. <laughs> In this, I am. In this, it's okay. But I'm still... At that little comment, oh, she looks like she could vote. She reminded me that Gwen is like 1920 when she's introduced and they slowly age her down to, to still be an the adult. comics. Yeah, it reminds me of it reminded me that she is much that much older than him in the book. In the comics, but not in this. In this, she is young enough to attend that academy. Yes, I know, but I just I've never been. She's also not Peter's Gwen, you know. She's not, which she's not in uh in the comics either. But oh, that was so weird. She's like (laughs) in the comics, but. I do find it interesting how he doesn't have that moment with her in the first movie. How he doesn't go, Gwen? Gwen Stacy? Uh, I don't think that Peter has a Gwen. That could be. That's Oh, that might be the case. Because they might be going off of like Spider-Man 1 logic because uh, Mary Jane says something about high school. In the comics, they don't meet until college. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a fan of Tiana Toomes. I also met Saladin Ahmed, so you know I, I met him too. That. Oh wait, were, were you with me when I met him, or was I with no. Alex? Oh, no. No, okay. Okay, okay. In Chicago, um, it was. It was I, I like I like Tiana Toomes, but I also I, I do okay. I like Miles and Gwen in this in this specific yeah. thing. They are in love. Let them be in love. I, what I'm afraid of, and 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 I, I'm afraid of this. They're going to do a Finn and Ray thing where they're like, obviously they're hinting at this romance, but the audiences aren't ready for an interracial romance in 2023. Like Star Wars backtracked like crazy. And I'm still, I'm still, I'm still very upset about the whole Finn and Ray backtrack. Finn got a a new love interest every movie. He had like five by the end. He had Jenna, we had Ray, we had Rose, we had Poe. Uh, <laughs> we got none of those relationships at all, and then Disney was even extra rude. It was like, actually, Poe is straight and gave us Zori. Let me let me shut up. Poe, first thing, first thing you're saying, Poe is straight, Poe can be bi, but I don't, I'm also you know don't what Disney him. meant by giving him Zori Bliss. You know, I, exactly. they didn't give him that option, but that's by erasure. Don't, don't do that, it don't is, do that, Ben. But that's, that's what Disney was doing. Okay, <laughs> I also think that I don't, everybody's able to have their own thing. I don't think Finn and Finn and Poe are friends to me. Finn and Ray was the romance, the romance that they were clearly moving towards in, well, yeah. in Force Awakens, you know? Yes, I agree. And I'm still hurt. You know, I was like, I was like, okay, if you don't give Ray Kylo, at least give Finn Poe. And I don't didn't do neither of them. I don't, you know, Ray and Kylo, I hate. I hate it. I hate anyway, so bad. I hate, I hate it so Let's get back. So, sorry, as we end this, do you guys, uh, do we, do we, wait, is there anything else in uh, beyond the Spider Verse that we want to see? I want Miles to save his daddy. 
want his death. He, he's die. going to. He has to. I yeah. I can't I can't see him die. I don't want. Yeah. Acab besides Jefferson. <laughs> okay, here, 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 here's the thing about ACAB, by the way. Here's the thing about ACAB, by the way. Uh, on the side of the police car in Miles's universe, it says courtesy, professionalism, respect. That's not our universe's cops. I know. But still, ACAB, besides Jefferson, besides Joe West from the Flash TV show, <laughs> and Carl Winslow. <laughs> Carl Winslow's, I love Carl. <laughs> I love Reginald L. Johnson so much. If he's out there listening, like I want to meet him because like he's one of my peeps. So I want to meet. Like I want to meet him. Um, no, but who's to say the cops in 1610 are the same as in our universe? It's, I don't I don't know. We haven't shown that. So I hope not. I hope not. For you know, by the way, Jefferson goes as Morales. <laughs> I liked that. I liked that. And then he even said something in Spanish to Rio at one point. They're so cute. I the love two them. Of them. So bad. I love them. Why do they're they, so why, bad. is it because I'm getting older that like suddenly like dad and mom characters are attractive or are they just creating attractive dad and mom characters? They're way hotter now. Yeah, I, I keep so too. <laughs> yeah, because I keep imagining like when we were like when I was a kid watching Rugrats, the parents are just weird looking. <laughs> right? Yeah, they are. They are. The but parents then, are weird like, looking to Rugrats, but like... And that's the thing. That's the thing. I think I was always tuned in because as as a kid, everyone was like, oh, Violet Parr, Violet Parr, Incredibles, Violet. I'm like, Ooh. Helen, though. Helen. Helen Parr. The parent, like, Bob and Helen, is, that's a good looking couple, what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So, like, I think I think we're, I think it's part, I think it might be a little bit above where, oh, there's someone like, they're closer to my age. Uh, especially closer to your age, Demetri. Um, <laughs> but 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 I'm like I'm like I'm like Rio and Jefferson. That's a that's a beautiful couple, you know. Yeah. And I was so looking at Miles like that's my cousin. Miles is my cousin. You know, that's my little cousin Miles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. Thank you guys so much for for coming on this episode and talking with me uh, and us uh, about Spider Verse. Shout out to Jedi Mike Seven that was on uh, YouTube. Um. Uh, uh, shout out to anybody out there who is watching it or listening. Let us know. Let us know if you're watching it or listening, wherever. Podcasts, live streams, so on and so forth. Before we get going, though, um, uh, I need to see this movie again. I need to... Oh, like five more times. <laughs> uh, my, my goal is I need to... Um, I'm going to show my mom the first one, get her to watch it, and then take her to see it in the, the second one in theaters. I've been doing that a lot lately. Uh, we watched Little Mermaid. We like to go out to movies and stuff. So, oh, that's um, cool. But I have to show her stuff. Like I have to get her caught up. Like we watched No Way Home. I had to get her caught up with like the other Spider-Man movies um, to watch No Way Home. My mom's a real big Andrew Garfield fan um, for Spider-Man. Like that's her favorite Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield. Um, and so uh, anyway, the point being is uh, I need to watch it again. Um, Ben, where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Everywhere. DC Artist 9-8. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I'm all over. Um, maybe too much all over. But, you know, I'm here. Uh, anything coming up? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing really going on. Um, 
So, you know, just catch me on TikTok. I'll be talking about stuff. The videos have gotten longer. I'm trying to get the creative program money, like, support. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Repo BT Artist 98. So we we all need we all need it. I get it. Yeah. Tracy, where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Um, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and now YouTube also at Tracy Megumi. Um, Tracy spelled with an I E. And I do mostly like closet cosplay geek fashion type of stuff. So I'm hoping to do like a collective video with across the across the Spider Verse inspired outfits. So Ooh. hopefully I can have that up in the next week or two. Awesome, awesome. Can you can you make a pun for Gwen Tracy? <laughs> I can try to. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out to Derpy Entertainment who just popped in on YouTube saying, "Damn you, Sony! Damn you for making fans wait a whole year for continuation to this legendary cliffhanger." Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's next year, though. Can you imagine waiting another five years? Oh, Jesus, I would cry. No, no, I'm glad. Kind of like Infinity War and Endgame. There was enough time in between where we could, like, like you know, figure things out. But then yeah. I'm glad. 2024 is when it comes out. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I feel like I need time mm. to digest everything. Everything. Oh, I need to see it multiple times. There's going to be so many, I mean, I, no doubt there are things that people haven't talked about, like looking in the background, like of like individual. Oh, like, I can't wait to see the, the screen when it comes on like uh home video and shit. Yeah. And streaming. I can't wait for the screenshots of like all the stuff we, we didn't catch. Like, yeah, you know, theories that. by T, you know, Terrell's going to be on that, <laughs> breaking down Easter eggs. Come Terrell on, T. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh yeah uh um i'm looking forward to more content from both of you because both of you are awesome not just great people but like you guys are great content creators um so keep up the good work with what you're doing and i'm lucky to have you guys on this episode let's talk about spider-verse yeah thank you for having us yeah uh thanks thanks for being on here um um for anyone out there who's watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Twitch is our main one, but you can, you know, do what you want to do on either or. Like, comment, subscribe, wherever uh, you can find us online. Uh, Instagram and TikTok are our two biggest social media uh, platforms. You can find us at the Keeg Show on Instagram and TikTok. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and like some other social media sites. Uh, you can find us there, but TikTok and Instagram are two biggest ones. We also got Patreon, patreon.com slash The Keeg Show if you want to donate to uh, The Keeg um, in whatever way uh, you can. You know, you can find a tier that works for you. Um, this is The Keeg Talks. We do this every weekend. Today, it was two episodes in one day. Um, our next one that we're going to be doing is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. That is next Sunday. Um, but we also have the Secret Invasion After Show that is coming up. We're going to do those Wednesday nights. Um, and then we have Secret Comic Talk. A Secret Invasion comes out in a couple weeks. What? Six episode, se six episode season. So, you know, we got we got that. We got Comic Talk every Thursday where we talk about that week's releases of comics. So we got a lot of uh, a lot of shows coming at you from the key. So wherever you're at, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know you're out there. Write a review on the podcast. Oh, podcast wherever you get your podcast from: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Uh, you can, however you want to digest our podcast, you can find our podcasts uh, all there. I'm trying to catch back up. 
trying to make more content uh, after a couple weeks off. So thank you. Uh, thank you out there for watching, you know, after such a long break. And Ben and Tracy, thank you so much for taking time out of your Saturday to be here with me and talk about uh, uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Once again, uh, thank you everybody out there for watching. I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Key Talk Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Super fast, gotta beat the boss and get the loot, cause it's the king.